Welcome to the Brian at the Disco Podcast Halloween Special. The creatures of the pod, what music they make. What's going on, you guys? My name is Brian Silver. This is the Brian at the Disco Podcast, intended for today, Hallow's Eve. It's going to be a very spoopy podcast. So uh, just to follow up on a conversation that I had on the last podcast, I was talking about how how many remakes there are out there and how Hollywood just seems to recycle the same old movies over and over. And to follow up on that, the big movie out this week is, you're not going to guess what they're coming out on Halloween. It's Halloween. If you're saying, hey, wait a minute, did they already do a couple of those Halloween movies? Hasn't that franchise been run to the ground? You're correct. Absolutely, that series has been run to the ground, and yet they're remaking it because why would you want to come up with a new concept when you already have a concept that is proven to work? Why be creative and create compelling characters and stories when you could just borrow somebody else's? Hey, you know what? I like the original Halloween movie. How about I just rip that off, huh? That that sounds good, right? People will go show up to that because, you know, everybody knows films aren't an art. They're just an industry these days. But this year, uh, Halloween is going to be the big Halloween movie this year and... Uh, against usually, usually uh, for the last I think five years, the big one has always been the Saw movies. Hello, do you want to play a game? I don't know why I turned into Anton Chigurh there, <laughs> but uh, call it. Would you like to play a game? Call it. I can't call it for you. Live or die. The choice is yours. What time do you close? Is a uh, bill there? Not in the sense you mean. <laughs> Anton Chigurh as the guy in Saw. Is he dangerous compared to what? The other Saw movies? Didn't they make... I think they made an origin story about the guy called Jigsaw. Jesus. There's Speaking of endless remakes that have just been run into the ground, there's another one. I know something better. I know where it is going to end up. Live or die, the choice is yours. Bring me the money. <laughs> no no country for old saws. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of movie references in this podcast, so I'm sorry in advance, but uh, it is Halloween. Halloween always gets me thinking about good art that has come before, and it's also the 200th anniversary of Frankenstein. Uh, Mary Shelley, who's best known, of course, for Frankenstein, but she also, in my opinion, was one of the founders of the post-apocalyptic movement. She wrote a book called The Last Man, which was one of the early, early examples of post-apocalyptic fiction, where it was also poking fun at the romanticism of the time and how people think that they're so great and their minds are what's important versus society. She was kind of poking fun at that, showing this charismatic character who's kind of based on her dead husband. That's not what I came to tell you about. It's not Mary Shelley. It's Mary Shelley's monster. Uh, There's been so much going on in the podcasting world that's very exciting. Roseanne Barr was on the Joe Rogan experience and if you haven't heard it oh it's a it's a treat and a half because I, before this I was like you know what Roseanne Barr she tweeted something that was stupid and racist she's she's like Megan maybe maybe like Megan Kelly that she's just said something stupid it doesn't underlie this whole ridiculous philosophy but listening to her on the Joe Rogan experience you realize that she didn't just say something stupid, that she really is just someone who is completely blown out of her gourd. Uh, on the podcast, she talked about 
going to a mental hospital and how everybody there called her junkie. It these celebrities that you see for little snippets on television, when you sit them down for a long, deep dive interview, even if you're not a, the best interview in the world, they kind of just start giving up things about themselves. And the Roseanne Barr interview was a really good example of that. Sally Clater, uh, the great competition surfer, was also on Joe Rogan. So I'm not going to harp on Joe Rogan the whole time because the thing I want to talk about the most that happened is uh, the Legion of Skanks is falling apart. If you don't know what the Legion of Skanks is, it's three comics. It's very central to the comedian community these days. For example, uh, when Brendan Sagalow, I think is his name, was interrupted by Amy Schumer, it was very underreported in the mainstream. No one really talked about it uh, for that day. It wasn't really big news, but it was for comics because Amy Schumer's kind of etiquette there was questioned because it was this kid's, to give you a little bit of backstory, this kid was doing his first headlining set at Caroline's Comedy Club, which is a big one on Broadway in New York. And Amy Schumer just came in and said, hey, can I have five minutes and pretty much yanked him off stage to do it. The kid's whole family was there. They saw saw this happen. Brendan Sagalow, the place he decided to go and talk about this, was on Legion of Skanks. So in a way, Legion of Skanks really is uh, 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 central to a lot of the comedian community. If you don't know what Legion of Skanks is, it is billed as the most offensive podcast on earth. And I have a couple clips here that'll prove they do use a little bit of halty language. Uh, the three hosts are Dave Smith, who's kind of a finance guy, uh, Big Jay Okerson, who also hosts The Bonfire with Dan Soder. He's, Big Jay's a fine comedian. You'll hear him in these clips. But the third host is the one, oh, the one that we're going to give a lot of love to today. His name is Louis, Louis J. Gomez, and he talks like this. He calls himself the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. And uh, he and another podcast host, Kurt Metzger, had a little, little, little bit of a disagreement. A little, little bit. A little bit. So I have a lot of clips from that. A couple from the pre-fight earlier in the podcast because the three hosts of Legion of Skanks talked about it a lot. And then toward the end of the podcast, Kurt Metzger actually came on. And uh, you'll hear in the clips. Stick around. That's a good teaser. I do teasers now. It's like I'm in radio. We'll be back right after these messages. But uh, so Legion of Skanks got in a major fight. And I've clipped it up into a couple things. And here we're going to listen to a bit of the pre-fight where Lewis... All right, even more background to take it out even further. Lewis J. Gomez, the host of this podcast that's going to get into the fight, had been on something for Jason Ellis. Jason Ellis is a radio host who also does a little bit of MMA. He hosts this thing called Ellis Mania where he has celebrities, you know, D-list celebrities fight it out. And Luis J. Gomez, being a comedian, was tapped to do a, I don't think it was a boxing match. I think it was like an MMA match, like a jiu-jitsu match. He took it very seriously, uh, trained really hard, did all these things that are very contra-comedian. I have a theory about comedy that good art in general comes from angst, and great comedy comes from not being the best-looking guy or the toughest guy. Look at Joe Piscopo from Saturday Night Live. When Joe Piscopo started, you know, doing steroids and started getting really ripped and involved in the weightlifting community, he really became unfunny, in my opinion. So I think you see a lot of this with Luis J. Gomez, where as he's become tougher, the less he's tried to talk things out and the more he's kind of gone straight to violence. We're going to see that in this clip a little bit. I personally think Luis's aggressive nature is very much changing the dynamic of Legion of Skanks, but you will hear it on this podcast, so stick around. And here we have the first clip where Luis J. Gomez is talking about how he imagines society is quite pussified and how his reaction is actually 
that his actions, his aggressive nature is actually in reaction to the pussified nature. So let's listen in. Hold on, I don't want to fight anybody. I just yeah, feel do. like we live in such a pussified society right now. That you should threaten to fight everybody because they probably won't fight you back? <laughs> no, it's no, it's that, to be honest with you, we, I am a hero. I am a hero. <laughs> I'm a hero for the average man because every man in here, every man in here has remembered a time where they wanted to fight and you backed down. Is this how Remember? you see yourself? Yeah, oh, yeah. I like, uh, <laughs> I like Big J's comment. Is, is this how you see yourself? <laughs> Oh, I see. Well, I can't do a big Jay Okerson impression, but uh, I do a Louis J. Gomez impression a little bit. And I just see Big J you know, kind of turn into him and going, Oh, I see. What we got here is a Crusader. <laughs> you know, like a Platoon? You get it? It's like pl I watched Platoon recently. I'm sorry. So the second clip here we have, I believe, is Louis actually talking about why he wants to fight Kurt Metzger specifically. Let's listen. Long story short, Metzger fucking lit me while I was on stage because he decided my time was over and it was his time to go up. I bet Lewis was looking at that light when he was on stage like Elias. <laughs> you know the scene where Elias dies in Platoon with his hands raised up to the heavens, cursing God for with that oh that dramatic music right there. That dramatic music playing and No, he's still down there. Look. It's too hot to land, we gotta keep going. And meanwhile, Willem Defoe's, you know grasping his chest. Luis J. Gomez is looking at that light the same way. <laughs> Alright, let's keep going. It ended up being a whole fucking thing. We started screaming at each other, and me and Metzger... You're paraphrasing a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I don't want to fucking read... You know, I told the whole story. We got guests waiting to get up on here, right? So, yeah, so we started screaming at each other. He leaves, and then starts sending me psychotic text messages through the night about what he would have done to me if I got into his face again. <laughs> and then I started sending him psychotic text messages back. I hope all those texts started with Dear Grandma, <laughs> Dear Grandma, they say hell is the impossibility of reason. That's what this place feels like. Hell. <laughs> Alright, um, so I think that's it for the pre-fight clips. Here we have, okay, much later on in the podcast, Kurt comes in, kind of gives his side of the story. So let's listen to that. I thought, honest to God, Lewis was just high and going overtime. Okay, because I don't really see a host doing 15 minutes when the time... I, I thought the time was short. To be fair, all of Lewis's comedy could be qualified as getting uh, He came off. Right there, they had a technical error, and, uh, or error rather. And something that's great about this podcast, it gets quite aggressive. But Big J and Dave Smith often try to diffuse it with a little bit of comedy. And right there, where Dave Smith tries to diffuse it with that comedy. Where he just tries to say, to be fair, most of Lewis's comedy could be you know, classified as going over time and it gets nothing. You feel the air in the room just get sucked up a little bit where it's not, it's a comedy show where there's really not much comedy going on. And to be clear, before we get into this, I, all the people in the comments for this video talking about, Oh, I take Kurt's side. I take Lewis's side. I don't take either of these guys side. They're both idiots. If, if you're not going to fight, don't threaten to fight. I don't threaten to fight people because I don't plan on fighting people. If I annoy you, it's like, no, dude, I'm not going to fight you. Why would we make this physical? What, what, for what? For what? With that in mind, let's, uh, let's keep it going. I did my set. I get off. I'm going this to smoke Kurt. a joint. Lewis walks by very friendly in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> Kurt went to smoke a joint. You smoke this shit to escape reality? 
I'm Lewis J. Gomez. I am reality. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't stop it every two seconds. Let's keep it going. Because I thought you had to leave. I go, oh, no, I have to leave. So right at that moment, he jumps into my fucking face. Don't you ever like me? Okay? Verbatim? Yeah, that's, I'm quoting. That's a fucking quote. But I didn't say shit to it because it's shocking. I didn't see that coming. Shit. So I started making jokes. Listen, I get a nervous reaction. I start making jokes. So I go, Louis J. Gomez. I was going to make a joke about it, the dumb J. He goes, it's Louis J. Gomez, faggot! <laughs> that's salty way. By the way, this does all sound like 100% accurate so far. Okay? But I still, accurate. dude, it, it was like. I had no problem with this story. Yeah, it's fucking insane. So, by the way, just a normal human being and a simple misunderstanding with their friend they've known many years might go, hey, man, I don't know, I didn't feel, like, you shouldn't have let me. He's not my friend, man. He's a human fucking being. <laughs> what are you, a homosexual there, Private? It's Platoon. You get it? <laughs> the music doesn't give it away. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just imagine Jay getting in here. Uh, Let's keep it going. I'll tell you later. My feet, whatever the fuck. And I go, oh, I'm sorry, Lewis. It was not intentional. But Lewis wants to UFC fight it out. First fucking chance he can. I don't know why you'd have a thing to take me down, but I didn't have you're, a rivalry with you. Because you're a cunt and you are. What? You, yeah, you're. You talk down to people and you don't even fucking realize. Well, Lewis, that's because it. you're incredibly stupid. I, yeah, I'm right, sorry. I'm it, it, I lose my patience. Well, well, you're 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 a fucking. You know what? Like, hold on, and hold I on. Wait, wait. I'm probably gonna right. smack the shit wait, out of you. Wait, let me let me read the fucking Bitch. text though. Let me read Lewis's text. Read I, let, my text. I don't just want to call him stupid. No. I'm back it up. Jay, you're right. This was the best way to handle it. This was not. <laughs> oh, by the way. Second, it was the second time Lewis had done that. I let it go the first time, which was at the roast battle. Oh, did you let it go? You fucking bitch. Yes, you don't I let did. shit go. I let you go, fat. <laughs> I just imagine right there Jay getting up and saying, and if the conversation breaks down, we break down. And I ain't gonna allow that. Tom Berenger was so good in that movie. He was the whole movie. I know y'all don't want to hear this. But Louis J. Gomez was full of shit. I'm here all by my lonesome. I'm Kurt. Kill me. All right. There's only one more clip. We're almost done with this. As you could hear there at the very end, the fight's kicking off. The comedy is totally sucked out of the room. I think in a couple parts in this last clip, you're going to hear the audience, whenever someone tries to break it up and bring a little bit of comedy back, they just want comedy so bad. They want to laugh at things and not have this be as real as it is, but it gets so real. <laughs> All right, last clip. How about that? I let you Lewis, go. Lewis, sit down. Lewis, sit down, dude. Well, what are you going to do? Sit down. Well, why don't you make a move and see what I'll do? So... That was a visual thing. They are not going to announce that on the podcast. But what you'll hear right there is, again, Kurt kind of turns into the the person who knows he's not going to get into the fight, so he starts just keeps talking shit. And right there, Louis, where, where Kurt says, why don't you make a move, see what I'm going to do, Lewis picks up his drink because he's a little bit drunk. It's a comedy club. Everybody's drinking. And he throws the drink at Kurt Metzger. Just getting it all over. Uh, I think another person on the stage, his name is Tony. You're going to hear him. Tony Hinchcliffe, he's on the Joe Rogan Experience all the time. He um, he has a little bit more of a feminine voice. It'll be easy to pick him out. So I'm going to rewind just a little bit. 
so you could hear that drink throw. I'll do it. Well, what are you going to do? Sit down. Well, why don't you make a move and see what I'll do? You're sorry. I, I'm sorry to keep stopping it, but there, it is a very visual thing going on here for a podcast. Um, you'll actually hear the manager of whatever the comedy club is telling them, easy, easy. Are we going to end it here? Like trying to just keep it civil. Oh, what a tragic comedy this whole thing is. I got a... He didn't know what to do. I had him in the Gomez death grip. I got a bad feeling about this one, Kurt. I just got a bad feeling. I don't know why I turned Louis J. Gomez into O'Neal. He's every character in Platoon. Bro, you see the way that fucking... Uh, what's the line? Bro, you see the way that drink exploded? <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Wow! Yeah. Where's Tony? You have soaked Tony. Sit still while I read your text. What are you doing? It is so you far off the rails. You did a bad night too. Why are you doing this? Are we at a weigh-in? Will you sit down and do the show? Holy shit. Bitch, you fucking... Stop, 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 stop. No, no, let's end the show and I'm going to fuck up Kurt Metzger in the parking lot. What's up? Do something, Kurt. <laughs> you're a wait, fucking no, bitch. Wait, you're a, hold on. You we, talk I, all I, this shit, but you're a fucking bitch. I think we got Lewis, plenty... Lewis, I, I think we're a fucking bitch. I think we got you're plenty of time. I want to read your you're text You're a fucking first, bitch. Like How about that? End the show. Does anyone want to hear Lewis? We're going to fuck you up. No, I think we What's should, up? I think we should build a... smack the shit out of you, bitch. I'll be honest. Is it because you know the spelling is hilarious? Smack the shit out of you. trying to preempt the spelling of your text. Everybody, yeah, we're gonna end it. Yeah. Are you that stupid? Let me Don't just. Wait, 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 everybody, hold on. We gotta do plugs. See, the audience wants it to be funny so bad. What the fuck is wrong? We're in the show. Yeah, let's, let's Everybody, stop, 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 stop. Everybody, f- stop. Th- thank you so much for coming out. Sorry, this wait, fucking. Wait. By the way, respect to Big J for being pretty much the only professional in the room at this point, trying to just be like, sorry, audience. When you have an audience at a comedy club, you need to actually be like, when Jim Jeffries got punched in the head in front of a comedy club, uh, which was a big moment for him, watershed moment for Jim Jeffries before he came over to the United States, the audience doesn't know how to react. When something real like that happens in front of an audience, they're shocked. They they don't react correctly. They start chanting. They, they don't know what to do. So it's good of Jay to kind of break it down and be like, sorry this happened, guys. <laughs> Let's keep it going. This went haywire. We appreciate you guys being Wait, here. Wait, hold on. Can you uh, tell Louis J. I gotta Drago end the show. Look, Kurt, it's just stop. It's, t- it's stop. You ran up the stairs when I got here. Louis. He wants a microphone. Get him a microphone. As soon as there's not somebody between us, you're going to stop popping shit. I thought we were doing a show. No, we're not doing a show. I'm going to fight you, no, faggot. We were oh, doing no. a show, Lewis. What Jesus. show is this? We were doing hey, a show. I'm going to fight you. Can we stop? Are you with fucking crazy? We are doing a show. You fucking bitch. Can we I'm stop smack the shit out of you, faggot? You told him we were doing a show. I think you guys should have a roast battle. I love Lewis saying, what show is this? <laughs> That's my favorite part. This ain't, this ain't your show, Elias. <laughs> Stay out of this, Elias. This ain't your show. 
Meanwhile, <laughs> Big J's turning, turning him over. You know what the fuck you did. No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god, this lines up with Platoon beautifully. <laughs> Alright, let's finish it up. See, the crowd wants it to be funny so bad. And it's comments like that that make me securely not on Kurt Metzger's side either because Lewis has threatened violence and has thrown a drink, a little bit of real violence, and Kurt is still just being like, no, I won. It's like at that point, there should be some filter in your head saying, you know what, maybe I should let this die down a little bit before I start just keep <laughs> poking the bear. By the way, I rest my case. Lewis, don't throw anything. <laughs> Listen, I called down to do the show with you. Do you want to do it, or are you that stupid? I, I'm, you're the one that wrong. Call me stupid again. I'm gonna fuck you up. Lewis, don't, don't throw anything. No, relax. Kurt, come punch me. The show's over. We're done. I'm gonna beat you up right now. Man, I, 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 I feel like the guy that rode in a convertible with Kennedy. This is a dangerous spot to be in right now. I mean, respect to Tony for trying to make it funny. Can somebody get can somebody get security to get all this security out of here? No, I think it's uh, it's winding down now. Yeah. You've been listening to the Legion of Skanks pod. I love that even after it's something that is just a total train wreck like that, it's like you've been listening to the typical plugs come out. <laughs> I mean, I like the Legion of Skanks, but if you're doing stuff like this where you're threatening to fight people live on the show, this comedy club isn't going to have them back. Kurt's not going to come back on the show. It is a little bit, a little bit unprofessional, a little bit. Maybe for Halloween they should uh, dress up as professional comedians or Elias. <laughs> I'm Luis J. Gomez. Looking back, we did not fight the enemy, but we fought ourselves. I fought myself. I feel like Kurt and Big J are the two fathers from which I'm born in. Those of us that are left have to find meaning in what's been left behind. It's such a good movie. But uh, I think now that's plenty of the podcast for this week. And uh, I'm going to hopefully be having some guests on soon so y'all be hearing from me a little bit more. And other than that, I will see you all later. Peace! For the record, it's my call. Dump everything you've got left on my pod. I say again, expend all remaining in my perimeter. It's a lovely fucking war. Bravo 6 out.